Roll for initiative. What's that sound? Uh oh. I think they found us. Ugh, I'll get the guns. No, no, wait. I think they're nerdy zombies. What? Here, let me. Um, try. Let me just. I'm rolling in the geek episode. Hello, I'm Ken Brown, and as the Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, I welcome you to our table. Team, please introduce yourselves. Who do you? Um, hello, hello there. My name is Arcos Pissarro. I'm an Alacocra monk from the Sanctuary of Okaido. I am the Ringer of Alarm Bells and the Protector of Young Cassie, and I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. Forge cleric, infused with the power of a being of flame to become an instrument of justice for the people. Portrayed by Brad Konauer. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Riven, and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Hey, it's Ken, your Game Master here, and on behalf of the Rit Geek family, we beseech thee, if we are pleasing to thine ear holes, please check out Rolling in the Geek on Patreon, and please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or whichever listening platform you favor. It helps get more people at our table, and we can never have too many cooks in our kitchen. Now, back to three guys screaming at numbered shapes for not helping them enough. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. After a biting back and forth about the Cobalt Prisoner, Harkos eventually decides to use him to leave a message for any of his fellows that may stumble upon him. He uses the Dragon Rock Dagger to carve a message into it, but unintentionally kills the Cobalt in the process and draws something through the dagger and into himself, causing some sort of change in his eyes, which shows as a blue ring on the edge. The B team leaves and discusses heading to help the other teams, or at least see how they are. They discuss who to head to, but can't make a unanimous decision, so they decide to split up the B team, with Trevor and Harkos heading to Jorik, and Puffles and Selena heading to, M to Melia. Half B team heads down their pathway towards Jorik's team, and get to one of the equipment rooms where they find a mass of dead kobolds and a dwarf that had been killed by a dragon rock dagger. Trevor hears a female voice chanting down the hallway, and Harkos recognizes it as Leighton, the druidess they fought in the sparring yard. And at once they rush down to see a wounded Jorik along with the remnants of his group and Leighton holding up a vine and thorn barrier. Jorik looks up relieved and tells them that these are the last of the kobolds, but they are too weak to take them on alone. And that is where we pick back up. Uh, so you've got you've got a small group of uh, pretty worn and weary uh, people that uh, Jorik came down with. Jorik is looks pretty hurt, but. Uh, you know, he's taken a knee kind of close by Leighton, and she is casting this spell to hold this barrier over the door. Uh, you can hear the sounds of kobolds kind of trying to hack into it and trying to, like, tear through it, but hurting themselves in the process. So she, her barrier is holding up for the moment. Um, how many do you think are left? Well, let's find out. Oh, dice. Oh, mine. Strange that Jorik's gonna roll for that. Yeah, he's totally, he's totally gonna to roll for it. I, I prefer to do this, these kind of things randomly, so. <laughs> it's nice to know. Oh, champion uh, mine. The <clears throat> well, uh, the the best count that I have is is less than ten, maybe. Uh, 
Let's let's say more than five, but less than twenty. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. And they are bigger than a bread box. Okay. Nothing. Nobody. And I'm trying to I'm trying to keep things you know kind of kind of easy going. Uh, not. Not I'll, working. I'll be honest, I, I didn't get it. I didn't uh, either. Oh, but you, is it bigger than a bread box? Is it, you know, like, like never mind. All right, oh, we're is, done. Is, is that like, is that like a charades question? Yeah, it's kind of that kind of idea. So oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have cool friends that like to play charades. Uh, so I don't know some of the, like, I, well, I know the. Apparently we're doing a fucking Saturday charades night for Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no game night tomorrow night. We're doing charades. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you fucking? I mean, Anthony would like that. Prolonging yeah, inevitable. <laughs> I just got that. Took me a sec. <laughs> uh, One of our stuff. players pulled from the deck of many things and is fighting a um, reflavored personal Grim Reaper because uh, we're, we're, we're kind of super powered in Brad's campaign. So the, the Grim Reaper wasn't scary and Brad needed him to be scary. So he's going to be scary. And that's how we're opening tomorrow's session. Uh, so that are our Saturday session, which will, which will be fun. Enjoyable. Fantastic. Anyways. Ooga so. Ooga, ooga, ooga. Okay. Now, now that fucking song's going to be stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Amber and I were talking about how much we loved the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtracks. Uh, and then I was like, I should just get all those songs because all of them are great. It's perfect. Anyway. Uh, so what are you guys doing? Uh, uh, you. How <clears throat> how long do you think you can hold the barrier? Uh, the best that you can see that she's she's weary uh i i don't know for how much longer but i maybe 10 minutes is all that i can do and everyone else in here can you uh, fight you you see that the the remnants that he has with him are are pretty bad off Uh, that they don't look like they're really combat worthy. Jorik can still fight. Uh, he might he he's wounded, but he can still fight. The rest of them are are but to, a a good number. I th- th- there's let's say there are uh uh there are six people that he has left. Uh, two of them are unconscious. The other three are badly wounded. Six people left. Or, yeah, I'm sorry. No, uh, two of them. Two of them are unconscious. The other four are okay. badly wounded. So math is hard. Uh, Fuck you. Uh, oh gosh, what's what's the caster's name again? I'm Layton. Layton. Um, Layton. If you drop this wall, are you still capable of holding your own? I, I'm not 100%, but I can... I'll do what I can. They've been through the same kind of shit that you have. So, I mean, that's that think about it as that kind of barometer. And there's, there's only... There's only one way into this room, which is where we just came from. Yeah, aside yes. from where she's got blocked. Yes. So I'm going to point at the wounded ones and say, you four, take the other two to that entrance. Yes, if, sir. Oh. If they make, a, make it by us, do what you can. Hopefully uh, it does not get to that. Yes, sir. We'll... We'll we'll move we'll move the wounded and get ourselves to some sort of relative safety. Uh, <sighs> so those those four get up slowly uh, and and grab the two uh, the two unconscious ones and between the four of them they 
they two and two take those the unconscious ones back to the equipment room and you hear them close the door behind them so I have a question for you me or Jorik you okay thaumaturgy I can make my voice boom up to three times as loud as normal for one minute could I like well Trevor could change his voice who couldn't change his voice so yeah never mind my question's irrelevant is there um, something you're wanting to do? Yeah. Okay. Run with it. So, I am. Are there any flames in this room? I. Uh, I'll use my coin. Heads or heads or tails. Heads. Yeah. It was a horrible flip, but it works. Uh, no, it looks like they tried to start a fire, but there was nothing for them to uh, really kindle with. All right, never mind. So, not not a torch or anything, then? Uh, no. Okay. So that's gone. The, okay. the, only, the only light that's going on is that you see that uh, Jorik has, uh, like, casted, like, a light spell on... Okay. on uh, like his shield so that there's some sort of ambient light. Uh, Hakos, how are you feeling? Um, at about 25% on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to put a number on it. <laughs> um, Super excited to be fighting more things, I can tell you that. Not afraid. Jorik? Well, I can only tell you that it, we know that these are the last ones here. That this section that she has walled off it was uh, kind of a convenient alcove that wasn't finished, so we were able to box them in there. Have you dealt with a drill yet? Oh god, the drills. Oh. Uh, did you? You had one too? Yes. And if I... our hostage is to be believed, well, ex-hostage is to be believed, there's one at Melia's area as well. Oh, God. All <sighs> aimed for different entrances towards Iron's Edge. Oh, great, Lathander. Jeez. Uh, I, I lost 20 of my people trying to fight and destroy that stupid drill. As we got somewhat lucky that the kobolds were having a rough time getting the drill working. Well, they, they obviously didn't know what they were doing. They were pretty bad at it, but uh, they just had, uh, they had they had a lot of kobolds in, in up in that area. Yes. Jorik, how are you feeling? Uh, not awesome, but I you know me, I'll I'll still fight to the end. If you and Harkos and I take the front and hopefully that'll keep them off of anyone who's more weary than we are. Well, I tell you what, I've got a little juice in the tank that I can give us a little, a little pat. Uh, if you want me to do that, I can, uh, or I can save it. I would save it. Save it. Okay. Maybe we'll be lucky. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll save it just in case something bad happens. Yes. He, uh, basically, he has a little bit of lay hands left, and that's all he's got. Well, I I have uh, something I want to try, and maybe it'll assist us. Uh, well, try away. You, so at this point, let's say you've got about like five minutes left before she has to drop it. Oh, that's cool. It'll take me less than a minute. Okay. When I move up, you two move up with me. And once we hit the barrier, drop it. 
Okay. Oh. Okay. So I'm gonna she, cast. She, she takes a couple more steps back, kind of like at the edge of of her range of influence on this, so that you have room. So I'm gonna cast thaumaturgy on myself three times. Okay. One of them, I'm going to light my eyes on fire. Yeah. Essentially. One of them I'm going to use to boom my voice. And the other one, well, I guess I might cast it multiple times, but this is harmless tremors, so I want to use it with my footsteps. Okay. So I'm going like to... Like, as I'm you're gonna, walking up, you're you're doing that? Or, yeah, like, after yeah. the barrier drops? Like, as I'm walking up doing this. Okay. So, so let's say you've got, like, five steps, and you'll be at the barrier. That's fine. So... Again, booming my voice, causing tremors when I step. And Trevor's going to do his best deep voice that he can and say, Hear me, kobolds. I am Trevor Ironjaw, wielder of the true flame. When my companion drops this barrier, you will all feel the true fire. Be wary, for I come for you. Okay. And that's why I'm saying as I walk up with the, the tremors happening as I step. Okay. Uh, and then you hit the barrier and you want it to drop? Yep. Okay. So barrier drops. Uh, I have my and, shield out and my one-hander going. Okay. Go ahead and roll uh, an intimidation check with advantage. All right. Siege. See, Jorik, I told you. I told you he lies about the firepower. Look, look at what is happening right now in front of us. <laughs> that's that's a 14 for the first one. Okay. And a dirty 20 on the second one. Okay. Uh, so... Into the mountain, end it now. <laughs> so, as soon as the barrier drops, you can see all of them are kind of like uh, that they've got panicked looks... looks in their eyes uh, and three of them as soon as the barrier drops go ah shit and then they like turn and, and like like get as far away from you as possible sweet uh, but there are six that are holding their ground despite them looking scared shitless sweet well it's a start I I was gonna interject but I didn't I didn't want to influence anything uh, it would have been uh, totally fucking. I, I, me personally on the on the goosebump factor, I think would have bumped it up a little bit had you done it in like draconic. At the oh, kobolds. I didn't even think about that. I didn't either God until you started it. saying it, and you were like, "Listen, kobolds," and I was like, "Oh, why is it not draconic?" And that would have been fucking oh. badass. But that's okay. It's, it's it's a thought for the future, and you still scared some of them. And, well, scared all of them, but uh, three of them enough to to back off. It's okay. Oh, I didn't even think about the draconic. I, I waited till the entire thing was over, so you couldn't be like, well, can I do that, Ken? And then Ken have to be like, Ugh, this is the benevolent side, and then he kills us after he gives <laughs> he us the nice us. thing. He's like, well, that's the that's the dick side. The benevolent dick, the double-sided coin of every DM. <laughs> <laughs> the benevolent dick thing. It was... Uh, it was written on our dry erase board at our uh, uh, at our, our our Saturday personal game nights, where somebody I can't remember who wrote it. I uh, was uh, we had we had like our game rules, which like rule number one was don't fuck with somebody else's fun. Uh, and <laughs> at the very bottom of the list of rules, uh, there was <laughs> Ken be a dick but a benevolent one and so it's turned into a nice little uh saying that i you know it's either my dick side or my benevolent side so you know uh okay so let's go ahead and roll for initiative A dirty 20 again. My die is loving me at the moment until the combat happens, I'm sure. Okay. Harkos? I rolled a 15. 15. All right, Trevor, you have first initiative. 
Uh, so I'm going to approach and yeah, and that's only about ten feet between where you are and where the the line of cobalt is. Um, I'm going to take the middle and uh, Kingsley and attack one with green. Three. Okay. Uh, first roll is thirteen. Okay. Advantage roll is 18. Okay, yep. Either one hits, so. Alright. And. Yep. Uh, the first hit is a. Seven points of damage, and then the jump is a four. Okay, how much was the main hit again? Seven. Okay. Uh, it is Jorik's turn. Unless there's anything else that you want to do or can do. I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, so Jorik sweeps to your left, uh, and he takes the, the left flank. Uh, and he's going to attack the one on the end there. Oh. Ken and I are just always on this same wavelength because, like, I was thinking Marcos is attacking on the right, and I just assumed, <laughs> I just assumed, because uh, I didn't listen well enough, I was like, oh, Brad and I are always next to each other, so I'll just go up on his right. And then he was like, Jork's turn. I was like, damn it, what if Jork goes to the right? That's okay because Ken and I were, were inside each other. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Uh, <laughs> uh, so Jork rolls uh, 16 on his attack, so he will hit. And he does. Oh, rolled max damage. So he rolls. Uh, that's twelve damage. Okay. Uh, he can't do anything with a bonus action. So Harkos, it is your turn. Uh, uh, as I just stated, I'm on to the right flank, and I'm I'm pulling the the Harkos special. So. Okay. Um, that is a 17 to hit. Okay. That, that definitely hits. Okay. Um, and then that's going to be um, seven piercing damage with the spear. Okay. And then I'm coming in with the bonus action. And I'm actually, I'm going to be a little different this time just because I want to help wipe things out, I guess, in a, a more timely fashion. Um, and hopefully take care of this sooner rather than later. So my bonus melee, I'm actually going to attack the kobold next to the one I just struck with the spear. Okay. Instead of going to the same guy. Um, uh, that's an 18 on the die. So that hits. Um, and then a D4. And that's another seven, but it's slashing. Okay. Uh, both look relatively hurt, but still standing. Cool beans. Uh, so that goods to the kobolds. The three that retreated are not going to do anything. They're cowering in fear of Trevor. Uh, but two are going to attack Jorik, two are going to attack Trevor, and two are going to attack Harkos. Uh, so first one on Jorik is a natural one. And then a 13, which will not hit either. First roll on you is a three, Trevor, and then a 14, which does not hit you, right? Right. I have okay. an 18 with my shield out. Okay. Harkos. Uh, unfortunately, that is a 21 total. Oh, my God. And then, an, <laughs> and then a natural one. So one hit. <sighs> For a whopping three damage. I feel great. <laughs> I uh, but that gets to Layton's turn and she I'm going to roll which direction she's going to go. So she is going to attack one of the ones between Trevor and Jorek. Uh so you hear her mutter something and then a long whip made of thorns and vines sprouts from her hand and she slashes across one of the cobalts. 
for five damage. Uh, so at this point, everything that's been up front has been hit at some point. So they're all some a little bit, at least a little bit wounded. Uh, but that takes it up to Trevor's turn. Same thing as before. Okay. Uh, main hit on the same one? Or yeah. Do, okay. Uh, no, we'll swap them. Swap okay. Them and use Kingsley again. Okay. Scree! The one is nine. Ooh. Yeah. Two is 22. <laughs> yep. Attack one is eight. And then uh, the jump is four. Okay, were you switching or did you stay the same? I was switching. Okay, so eight so the, and then... The one that jumped, it jumped to the last time is the one that's taking the main hit this time. Okay, uh, which weirdly put them, like, really close to the same amount of damage for both of them. Yeah, it uh, should be within one. Yeah, they're, they're looking weak, for sure. Uh, but still up, unfortunately. Yeah, that's uh, all I got. Uh, so that takes it to Jorik's turn. He is going to attack the one that he attacked the first time. Uh, and that is a 19 on the die that will hit. Uh, and that deals nine damage to that one. And cuts it down. Uh, so you see him bring the sword down on the kobold shoulder and takes a big chunk off of it and it crumbles to the floor. Uh, and then he looks over at you guys and he says, well, guess I gotta pay myself, ha <sighs> Not the time, Doric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harkos, it is your turn. Okay. I actually, I had the, Brad and I shared a wavelength and I had the same thought. I'm gonna uh, switch mine up too. I'm gonna stab the one to the left and punch the one to the right. Okay. Depend depending on if I if I land the hits. I don't stab anything. Um because that was a two on the die plus six oh. is eight. Nope, that does not hit. Didn't it, think so. With a strange amount of nippleness, dodges out of the way of your spear. And uh presumably I punch something because that's fifteen on the die plus six is yes. twenty-one. Um so I'll punch the the guy on the far right. Okay. Um and that's gonna that'll be full damage, which is nice. So it's eight uh, slashing. He looks just about ready to drop. He is super almost dead. Yeah, eat it, bitch. Carve you up too, motherfucker. I'll eat you. That that came out as pseudosexual. That's weird. Okay, I. So that becomes the kobold's turn. I'm just uh, I'm just trying to figure out what message needs to go on this guy. <laughs> oh no. Uh well, that was Jorick saying too that. Dark. That was never mind. I uh, Ah, I dropped my pencil. Okay, uh so the one left on Jorick is going to attack him. Ooh, and uh, that's going to be a dirty 20 so that hits. And deals six damage to Jorik. So he uh, Jorik gets stabbed in one of the the uh, like between the plates in his armor. He goes, "Oh shit, that hurt." Uh, then two on Trevor. That's a two. And uh, 17, that doesn't hit. No, I have an 18. Okay. I, I remember that, but I don't. There's a lot of numbers flying up my face. Right. Uh, Harkos. Ah, I just threw my die. Uh, so that is a 14 total. Nope. I got a okay. 16. All right. So 14 and then uh, 10. Nope. I got a 16. All right. So <laughs> you are you are safe. Good. I don't, got, I don't have much left. Okay, uh, so that's the co- well, the three kobolds at the back. Uh, go ahead, uh, Trevor, and roll another intimidation check. 
to see if those ones at the back are still too afraid of you to do anything. That is a 17. Okay. Uh, So they look like they're about to like, oh God, they're hurting my brothers. And then they go, oh shit. And that guy's still there. Uh, And they, (laughs) uh, they, they stay coward at the back of the room. Uh, so that becomes Layton's turn, and she is going to do her whip maneuver again on the same one. Uh, and that's a 15 on the die, so it'll hit. And she does four damage. So that one is starting to look a little hurt. Uh, and now it is Trevor. So the two I've been attacking are probably looking worse for wear, yes? They're more or less in the same place. But they are they looking pretty bad? Yes, yes they are. And then, so and we have six up front, so there's two on each of us. Yeah, well one of Jorix is dead, he has one oh, alive, yeah. and then there's two on the two of you. Um ah, fuck it. I'll just smack my two again. Okay. Still green flame blade using Kingsley. <laughs> Thirteen. We're gonna take him to some fucking speech therapy. Seventeen. Okay, either hit. So, and that would be eleven for the actual hit and four for the jump. Okay. Uh, so you bring Ardenim down on uh one of the kobolds, and it crumples underneath the weight of the hammer, and then that spout of flame comes off and chars the other one. Nice. So both of yours are down. Ah, uh, well, that's two for you. <laughs> Guess I can't sue you. Oh, Jesus. So uh, <clears throat> since uh, Thaumaturgy is technically still running, because mm-hmm. it, it lasts for a minute, yep. I'm going to point my hammer at the three in the back <laughs> and say... You are next. But in Draconic this time. Ah, aha. They pee a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, he knows the old tongue. <laughs> ah, he this knows the real. father tongue. Oh, no. It's going to be a real threat. <laughs> okay, Jorik switches attention to the one next to him. He's going to make his attack, uh, which is a natural one. He's a halfling. Aha! Hey! And that's an 18 on the die, so he hits. Uh, and deals 10 damage. And cuts down the one next to him. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to pay myself, but I'm gonna get rich off this shit. Alright. Jorik, I I do not appreciate your comedic relief at this moment. Just try to keep Har- it friendly. As Harkos coughs up blood. It's not <laughs> it's not <clears throat> helpful. Okay. Uh so Harkos, it is your turn. You've got two still on you. Those are the only two left on the front. Uh I'm doing the same attacks as my last round. So I'm stabbing at the one that I missed, which is the one I've only hit once with my fist. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm slapping the one on the far right. Okay. Um, the stabs, it presumably will hit this time because it's 16 on the die plus 6 is 22. Yes. yes. Um, and that is going to be um, 10 piercing damage. Okay. And uh, then... So you slam the spear into that one and pierce th- straight through it and it dies. <laughs> so... Just cockily, because he he nimbly dodged the last one because I roll like shit. Be like, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, was that one too fast? Yes. Uh. <laughs> um. Uh oh. Uh. Oh, that'll be fine. I always get worried. I forget about my plus to my my to hit number. So I got a 13 on the die plus six. I got 19 with the fist. Yes, that hits. And then. Um, that is another seven slashing damage. Okay. So you bring your talons around on that one and rend it asunder. Yeah. 
All right. So the three at the back, uh, Trevor, go ahead and make another intimidation roll. Uh, 18. Okay. Uh, despite the fact that they are, uh, they are, uh, completely alone now, they are still cowering, terrified. Uh, which takes it to Layton's turn, and she asks, uh, should I start working on those ones? <clears throat> we are here to purge the mind. Okay, the and mind. then she... So she she runs she runs past you and does her her whip maneuver again on one of okay. them. Uh, it's a fourteen on the dice that will hit. Uh, brothers, I think we're alone now. <laughs> <laughs> there doesn't seem to be any more of us. <laughs> okay, uh, she deals five damage to that one, so it goes to Trevor. I'm also going to approach. Uh, The one that she attacked is on the far left. It is more or less by itself. The other two are close enough for a GFB. That's the ones I'm attacking. Okay. Those those are the ones. And Kingsley. I realize we are in a battle, but there is no use for that kind of language here. (laughs) 21 for the first one. Okay. There is a lady present. And <laughs> 14 for the second, but it, it's nonetheless. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Attack one is 12 points of damage and four for the jump. Okay. Uh, were you, would, it, I guess it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, I was going to ask which one you were taking the main hit on, which is the left or right, but it, yeah, you're fine. Uh, Okay, uh, so that makes it Jorik's turn, and he's gonna go up on the the one that Leighton attacked and helped her to try to help her finish it off. Uh, it's a seventeen on the die, so that will hit, and does ten damage. Uh, and that one looks pretty severely wounded. Uh, Harkos, it is your turn. So continuing uh, the the guise of the fact that I'm on twelve point five percent. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, for, for those of you uh, that uh, don't know, that's a three out of twenty-four that Harkus is on. Spoilers. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna. Uh, Harkus is gonna be like limping and hacking up blood, coming forward to to attack um, two of the the kobolds. Uh, meanwhile, telling uh, Miss Layton. I'm quite sorry for Kingsley's crude mouth. He's not used to <laughs> being around women of or stature. And then I'll attack the two kobolds. Um, she has fucking feathers pinned in her hair and like just looks <laughs> looks wild like she's lived Like to be to be defensive about the language to use around a druid of all people. Also, to tell the druid that the bird is saying rude things. <laughs> I mean, of all the people in the room that would know what is going on, it actually on, not on purpose, makes sense for me to apologize for what <laughs> King, she's the only other one who can understand him. Um, I want to attack the one that she hit and the one that Jorik hit. Okay, yeah, because that that one's about about to keel uh, about to, to keel over. With Jorik's is yes. So that'll be the one I bonus action punch. Okay, if if I make my hits. Um. Oh god, I miss with the spear again because that's ten oh, to hit. Okay. Um. Uh. And then let's use this. D4. Uh. I might miss with the fucking punch because that's it's fifteen. No, that hits. Okay. Pretty low AC. I mean, they're kobolds. They're not. They're not amazing. Um. In numbers, s- they're dangerous. Six slashing damage. Uh, six slashing damage. Uh, and so that was on the one that Jorik and that's Jorik's one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. You you slash right through it, and it does a does a dramatic action movie spin as you slash into it and falls down dead. Uh, which takes it to the kobolds. Uh, 
don't even roll the fucking intimidation. <laughs> that bad, huh? You you smell fecal matter in the air where they just shat Ooh. themselves. Uh, nice. They rolled a one, so it there's no point. Just because I want to see. That's a nat 22. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. You done fucked up. I. Uh, you know what? They take one psychic damage each. <laughs> Not enough to kill either of them, but it did something. They shat themselves so hard out of fear that it damaged them with one point. I. Uh, okay, so that makes it uh, Layton's turn. She's going to shift her focus to the one that you've hurt more. Try to take it out. It's a 14 on the die, so that will hit. And that is six damage. Uh, So, yeah, she whips this one and takes it right across the face, and it does the dramatic spin and falls onto its face. Nice. So you've got one left. She's like, finally, I get something. Uh, so that makes it Trevor's turn. Well, if I've only got one left, I guess we're going two-hander. The sling and the shield over my shoulder. And Kingsley! We watched Evolution uh, recently, so that's where my brain's tw- at. 23 and an 18. Okay, yeah, that's gonna do it. That's max damage, 14. Okay. Uh, so you stride up to it, and with you can see its eyes shaking inside it. It's just looking at you panicked, and then you bring Ardenim down on its paltry, shaking form and <laughs> crush it. And we are <sighs> out. We are out of combat. Yes. Good Yay. job, everyone. That that went very smoothly. <coughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, even with that, just six damage that that took Jorik pretty pretty low too. He looks pretty bad. So I he he uh, takes he goes down to a knee again. Is oh man, I. Uh, I don't want to say I'm too old for this shit, but uh, I've been cut too many times for this shit. <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's the room. Like this room, th- th- this room was a dead end, other than them holding off the kobolds there. Yes, yes there is. There is nothing else here. That this was just like this was. Uh, I it, I I don't know if this was implied from what. Uh, was said, but that uh, basically this was like another branch of this tunnel that was getting started, but it did not get finished. So it's just like uh, like 30 feet deep alcove that uh, they never got a chance to try to dig any deeper into it. Um, Jorik. Yeah? I, you said you had a little left in you. Yeah? We need to go uh, assist Melia. Okay. Are, are you saying you what? want that 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 pat on the butt now? Yeah, not not me. Perhaps Arcos. Uh, I I I appreciate it, Trevor. But we we need to check on something first. What is that? Um, f- c- come with me, and I'm gonna take them back into the the locker room. Okay. And um, I'm going to go over to the dwarf and tell Trevor, like, look at Trevor and Jorik. And uh, I'm not sure if this will be quite the same situation, but Jorik, be be prepared. We might. There's a small chance that we could save him if something similar is happening to what we saw before. And I'm going to remove the dagger from this dwarf's uh, throat. Hmm. What? Uh, well, b- before you remove the dagger. <laughs> I already said it. 
Okay. It's up to Ken whether we can take it away or not. You say your piece. Well, Trevor would say, um, we we really need to check on Melia first, and if this is anything like Cassie's dad, then he Wait, will what? still be f- frozen where he's at until Wait. we can rest up a little Wait. bit. What are you talking about? Yes, Mr. Cassie's dad, Glenn, is alive. You found Glenn? Yes. Yes. He, it's... It, how? It's... He it's was, been months! He was trapped. Um, not like he was stuck, but they used him as a trap to alarm other kobolds, but he was... We found him with a dagger in his chest, and when Trevor went to remove it, he was hacking back to life, and the wound started bleeding, and we were able to stabilize him enough that maybe he's made it out by now. Uh, but we couldn't I, really help him back out because we had a job to do. When when I saw this one, I just assumed he was gone. I pull pull the dagger. We uh, Harkos is doing it. Like uh, <sighs> you make a valid point, Trevor. But I uh, I mean I'm Harkos is all about the people, so I, I'm pulling the dagger. And I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'll even say that in game too. Like I'll look up at Trevor. I'm like, you're, you're not wrong, but we're here for them. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the dagger out. Hey. You can't be here for anyone if we die on the way out. Uh, you pull the dagger, and blood starts seeping out from the wound. Is that that it? Blood starts seeping out from the wound. I mean that uh, if he, if he is. The blood would not start just pouring out of a, a wound if if he wasn't uh, some form of alive, because blood pouring out usually means it's being pumped. Right. So uh, I'm, I'm going to tell George, I'm like, there's your butt, Pat, go quickly. <laughs> uh, so he rushes over and he puts, you see him, it, he does the, and put in, you see his, his hands start to glow gold and he puts... The, he puts his hands over the dwarf's throat and you see the wound close up a little bit. Uh, ba- ba- it basically gets him to the point that he stops bleeding, but he still is unconscious. Yeah. Um. But he that but he that is that is like he's unconscious, so he's he's alive. Yes, he is alive, but okay, and he he looks stable. And so uh, I'll tell Jorik, I'm like, I'm. I'm glad that we were able to help, but Trevor is right. We we do need to check on Melia. Jorik and... starts to move the body. Okay. Everybody make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, shit. The fucking traps. Fuck. Oh, not terrible. That's dexterity a 15. saving throw. Look at your saving throws. Look at your saving throw. Oh, fuck. I got a nine. With a plus six, I got a nine. <laughs> I got a 15 with a plus two. <laughs> uh, so you get a 15 and uh, uh, Harkos, what did you get again? I'm sorry. Nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, Trevor, you make it. Uh, Layton did not make it. Uh, Jorik did make it, even though he's the one that he's shielded apparently by the body. Uh, so as he lifts up the body you see a a spurt of acid comes from a trap that was underneath the body and sprays out, uh, dealing three damage to anyone who failed to save. And one damage to those who made it. Just because I'm... I mean, this is is entirely my fault uh, for not not being forward-thinking enough. And for um, choosing this person over myself. Uh, so since Trevor made it, I'm going to... Uh, obviously, he was going to be fine. But uh, since three is on the money for Harkos, uh, I'm going to notice it. Like, as Jorik goes to move the body, Harkos, much like Nick, is going to go, Oh, traps! And as the acid sprays out, I want to say that I dive in front of Trevor. Aww. And that's why Trevor takes one or whatever. Even though he did it fine, but just just is like worried about Trevor, and now Harkus is unconscious. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, so that goes off, and uh, Jorik looks panicked. He's, oh, God, what is... That's monstrous! And he uh, moves quickly over to Harkos, and he does the same thing. He rubs his hands and then puts them on you. And uh, so, Harkos, you pop back up with five. It's a net gain for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, like, I'll pop back up and just because it was such such a spur of the moment. Like, I won't say that Harkos said anything. It was just going to be in his mind. He was like, it's trapped. And he's going to dive in front of Trevor. And then uh, Jorik pops him back up and Harkos is going to sit back up. Be careful. The body's booby trapped. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Uh, It's been a long day. What? Um, That's such a monstrous thing to do. It's not the first time we've encountered it in here. Oh, gods. This place is truly gone to evil. Yes. Um, I, I, Trevor, are you okay? I am fine. <clears throat> um, thank you, Jorik. Well, um, you should get your, uh, your wounded out of here and we'll, we'll go get Amelia's team and we'll meet you on the surface you neither of you look like you're okay to do this we the don't jo- really have a choice which is why I said we could have used more and let him stay the way he was for the moment the job's not done I- we, we don't know how her team has fared and so we don't know how much time, if if any, they they have? Uh, I, I wish that I could say that I I could go with you, but I I don't think that I can. You can't. So help them get out, and if you find Cassie's dad along the way, assist him. Oh, oh, gods! I I've got a little bit more left to give. I does one of you want give a it little? To Harkos, uh, sorry, I'm sorry I'm touching you a lot, but here here you go. And he, and he gives you another five and that's, that's all he got. So thank, thank you, Jorik. Um, we, we do have Puffles and Salarkas that we sent her way. So (laughs) it's just easier to say them all in one like that. I mean. It's not how it happened canonically. I said them separately, but Nick's not going to waste the breath. Um, so hopefully it'll be as simple as it was here. Well, I, I, I truly wish you both the best of luck. I, I'll, I'll get my people out of here. Everything behind us is clear. So just be careful and, and, and live. Yes, Iron's, Edge, Iron's Edge still needs you. We we will see you very soon up there. Um, we must do this for for Iron's Edge and for Lathander. Walk in Lathander's light, my friends. And he, you also. He kind of gets an arm underneath the dwarf and kind of picks him up a little bit and starts walking with Leighton and the and the others starts heading out. We should move quickly. Agreed. Okay. So you start uh you you head your way uh back over towards uh the exit to this area and cross back over and to sprinting. Sprinting, yes. I I was assuming it's okay. It's okay. I got it. And we're there. Hey, me and yeah, you are great. in front of the and door. Uh, we're going to go upstairs. Into... Da, 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 da. You, hey, you look, are... everyone saved. Two seconds. Boom. <laughs> uh, I'm the best. <laughs> I'm the greatest. So you Arcos hear this. Is the savior. You hear this weird jingle in, in the back of your mind. And then all of nope. a sudden. Nope. You're... And, and that's where we're going to call this one. Good night and good riddance. <laughs> uh, and you are. At the door leading into, uh... Oh, that jingle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought you meant the tinkle jingle. No. That's <laughs> uh, very confused. Uh, but you're to the door leading into, uh, the, 
uh, mine shaft that Selena and Co. are uh, uh, headed. Opening door. Hey, door is closed, uh, unlike the other side. So uh, you open up the door easily enough as it was not locked or barred uh, and head in. And you instantly recognize some of your surroundings uh, that since you've been down this way before, uh, that this adjoins back actually pretty close to the ritual chamber. Uh, you know what we forgot last fight? Not that it mattered, but we forgot Aster was with oh, us. Yeah, oh, yeah, Aster is with you. <laughs> he, he, he was licking his crotch the whole time. He was he was back guarding the wounded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there That's you go. That's what he was doing. Good good call. Because he's, he's helpful his crotch, and stuff. But, I mean, that's fine, but he's back there guarding the wounded. Uh, okay, so you get into that tunnel system... Uh, again, you recognize it's pretty close to where the ritual chamber was uh, that you guys stopped. Uh, You do see some fresh corpses, uh, kobold corpses, uh, and you continue on your way. Uh, Use taste. You get to the ritual chamber and uh, see some more fresh corpses, uh, fresher corpses, uh, and you see the tunnel that Ra- the that Rashmagash 2 came out of, that the door is open, uh, and a trail of bodies that's leading to it. All kobolds? Yes. Yeah. Onward. We're going to continue, because this is, this is that one that Harkos and Selena scouted shortly, and then we were like, yep, people, and then left, right? Yeah. Like, that's the tunnel we're coming up to? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, continue forward. Okay. Uh, you continue on forward. And uh, go ahead and roll up some perception checks for me. Okay. Oh, that is a 23. That's yeah. a natural one. So Damn. plus two is three. Okay. I got one of Brad's numbers. <laughs> your mind wanders to taquitos again. Uh, no, I'm just worried about Melia. And you want to feed her taquitos. That's fair. Okay. Uh, so, Trevor. You hear a disconcerting noise up ahead. The sound of machinery. Oh, any fighting or anything? I. Uh, what did you roll? Twenty-three. Uh, there are sounds of combat. Okay. Um. I. I mean, we're already moving, yeah, but you, but know, you continue pick up, on. Pick up the pace and. Uh, sling as I'm running, sling my shield back off and go into one hand mode. Okay. I uh, so you charge through. I uh, and you charge you charge into the tunnel that Harkos and Selena had scouted out. I uh, and as you go down that tunnel, you it starts to get louder. I uh, okay. you charge forward for another 200 feet or so until you get towards uh, you you get to the end of this tunnel where there is a door that is closed uh, that uh, you have not seen before. Going to attempt to thaumaturgy it open. Okay. It opens easily enough as you're charging through uh, that it is not locked. That that way we don't have to stop to open it. (laughs) Nope. Good ideas. Uh, So you charge forward and you bust into the next room. Uh, and instantly your heart drops that Uh there is dead people all around. Oh, no. Uh, You see one of these drills is about halfway into the wall, Uh, and uh, Melia is by the drill and fighting off several kobolds while she's trying to get into the drill that is currently piloted by a kobold. Uh, and the other gentleman whose name is Nundle. Uh, no, we need, we need to know what his name is. His Ken, name is, can't. his name is Nundle. Yeah, but I mean, but what's his name, Ken? His, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, Nundle, who is the other gentleman that you fought in the training yard, uh, is looking severely wounded, surrounded by five kobolds. 
Where's he at? Close to the machine also? No, he is farther away from the machine. He's on the opposite side. And how many kobolds are on Melia? Uh, three. And that... You... Is where we will call it for uh, tonight. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> you feel good? Nope. 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 I don't either. Harko. You know, it's scary. Harko's, <laughs> and, Harko's and his 10 health and me and my 9 health do not feel good about jack shit happening right <laughs> now. You don't know how much health I have. Don't fucking try and put words in my mouth like you know how much HPs I have. You don't know. You don't know. I mean, I was there. No. Yeah. You watched him touch me. You don't know what he did to me. It was it was at least a two knuckler. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all for joining us at our table. Uh despite Brad's best attempts to keep you away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> out of all the stuff that's happened, really? I don't I don't I don't blame a, a you for leaving. Refle- yeah. references the killer. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't believe you for what you know what here I'll even there's the door <laughs> <laughs> uh, so again thank you all very much for joining us at our table uh, we truly enjoy having you all here we enjoy doing this and uh, if you enjoy what we enjoy then <laughs> see what I did there that was fun uh, then please consider support or please support us on Patreon uh, we are good little warlocks and we'll provide you sacrifices depending on the tier of uh, patron that you choose to be. Uh, the, uh, I, I'm going to continue to reinforce this because I'm really excited about our after sessions uh, that are still unnamed. But as part of our $5 tier, we offer up to our patrons uh, an after show where we talk about kind of what happened during the session and uh, maybe some theories and thoughts and, and that kind of stuff. And you just get to hear us being silly. So uh, well, that's and that's that's the same one that has the raw stuff in it, too. So it has like double doses of bonus and early and, access. And well, I mean, you get early access from from the bottom one, but specifically that, that five dollar one adds on a whole load of bonus stuff, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. At least we think so. I guess maybe you could listen to it and tell us if, if it's cool or not. But I, I, honestly, we're really excited about it, and we're hoping that people uh, we're hoping that people try it out and and that you enjoy it too. Uh, but uh, if if you want to, uh, if you enjoy what we do enough to give us a coffee break, then uh, consider uh, uh, donating to us. Donating? I I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, on Kofi Kofi. Yep, Kofi.com slash Rolling in the Geek. Uh, and so since Brad spoke up, Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. If you want to talk to three mimics masquerading as podcasters, feel free to tag us <laughs> at Roll in the Geek. That's R O L L I N T H E G E E K. Thank you very much, Brad. I <laughs> um, uh, so Nick this yeah, huh? this week uh, to honor Layton, your uh, your your helpful druid friend. Uh, you are the trying to trying to think. You know, since we're getting towards the end of winter, why don't we say you are the Arctic Druid of Sound? Mm. Mm. Uh, you trudge through the uphill snow of our bullshit. Uphill both ways. Uphill both ways. Uh, both What's the recording, both Sorry. the both the recording and the editing uh, that you have to trudge through for us uh, to eventually get to the other side of that cold, desolate mountain where you can release the flowery springtime recording of our podcast. Can you please freeze us something fun to go out on? So this week, I've got the uh, lots of things planned, and uh, 
I hope is this could you understand me? Because you told you told me to freeze. It's a a it's a mask reference. Well, you told me to freeze. Well, unfreeze then. Goof goof. And royalties. Um, this week. (laughs) Um, again, I mean that that little that little bit there. That's that's all the extra I got. So uh, (laughs) and we're done. I'm I'm not. Well, I'm no. I like sometimes I make I make like off comments about some stuff going on, but I'm still. I'm still getting back in the in the swing of doing canon episodes because we had a dry spell for a little bit because uh, we had personal stuff going, which is okay. Um, but so I'm not I don't I don't have any spicy uh, s- spicy uh, commentary to to lengthen my time on the air, I guess. Um, so uh, it's a hootie who from Nick and Harkos uh, here doing just fine in episode 29. That's not true. Um, <laughs> And hopefully we can stop Melia and the rest of the people from getting too hurty in episode 30. Um, this week's song um, comes from a good uh, friend of mine. I, I love his music. He probably, I honestly would say just because um, in all walks of my life, I have always cycled back to his music consistently and a lot of his friends like they're their era of music was just good but his music specifically I like a lot I've wanted to do one of his songs and I just didn't I didn't want to mess it up I wanted to do it justice and so I I finally I sacked up and uh, this is this is what we got this week so this is a parody of good old blue eyes um, and I, I'm labeling it the Rick Geek Anthem because I'm egotistical this week I guess and uh, you can all you can all judge me how you will but this is this song is just about why you should listen to our podcast. Without further ado, let's fucking go. <clears throat> Have you heard the news? They upload on Fridays. You'll want to be a part of this. <laughs> Rolling in the geek. This group of three guys will brighten your day you'll we hope you'll love every part of it rolling in the geek (laughs) they want to make a world that you love to see and find out ways to bring fun to fans of D&D the Riven episodes and hero ones too are always good for some laughs and stuff here on rolling in the geek if they can make you grin they will call it a win come on and listen to rolling in the geek (laughs) (laughs) that's beautiful yeah, Thank you. Beautiful. I, I would have never thought about like a Frank Sinatra song. Was, uh... See some of some of his stuff. It, it was it, it's 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 good music, but it's slow. So I knew like if I if I did it wrong, it wasn't going to come out right. And that one is just it's just uppity enough that it works as long as you don't you don't do the the wrong stuff. Yeah. All right. Stopping recording. Stopping recording. Another one, or throw more dice, guys. That's it. I don't. I don't have any more. You're gonna have to wait till like Friday or join Just Patreon. Just throw the damn dice. But uh, these are my favorite ones. I don't know.